Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Donald Trump invites foreign actors to play a role in America's presidential election. That's right. After two years of every day expressing no collusion when referring to the 2016 campaign and the Russians, Donald Trump has basically now said, I am ready and willing and able to collude. Listen to what he told George Stephanopoulos on ABC News. Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I have information on your opponent. Do you call the FBI? I if don't it's think coming from I'll Russia, tell you what, you do. I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life. I don't you don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office, you do whatever Al you Al Gore got a stolen briefing book, he called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This isn't a stolen this is somebody that said we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work The FBI that way. director says that's what should happen. The FBI director is wrong. Your campaign this time around, if foreigners, if Russia, if China, if someone else offers you information on an opponent, should they accept it or should they call the FBI? I think maybe you do both. I think you might want to listen. I don't, there's nothing wrong with listening. If somebody called from a country, Norway, we have information on your opponent. Oh, I think I'd want to hear it. You want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. If I thought there was something wrong, I'd go maybe to the FBI. If I thought there was something wrong. But when somebody comes up with oppo research, right? They come up with oppo research. Oh, let's call the FBI. The FBI doesn't have enough agents to take care of it. But you go and talk honestly to congressmen. They all do it. They always have. And that's the way it is. It's called oppo research. Now, here we are again in one of those moments. Donald Trump says something outrageous. President of the United States of America saying he would be fine taking opposition research or information about his opponent from a foreign nation state to uh, listen it, hear it out, help him out in his election chances. If they have something to say about my opponent, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's so beyond just norm busting. I mean, this is disintegrating our democracy uh, to a degree. And so it is um, one of those moments where we find ourselves again in the Trump era of something so outrageous, so outlandish, so beyond the pale of uh, a constitutional officer of the United States of America saying something like that. And yet, more than not, it's sort of met with a shrug from his fellow Republicans and it doesn't really move the needle politically for Speaker Pelosi on impeachment. She couldn't have been more clear today that, you know, just one new headline or one development is not all of a sudden going to trigger a new rush to impeachment. She seems pretty committed to the path she's chosen. Here's Speaker Pelosi. Everybody in the country should be totally appalled by what the president said last night. Should be totally appalled. But he has a habit of making appalling statements. This one borders on so totally unethical that he doesn't even realize it. However, what we want to do is have a methodical approach to the path that we are on, and this will be included in that. But not any one issue is going to trigger, oh, now we'll go do this, because... 
It's about investigating. It's about litigating. It's about getting the truth to hold everyone accountable. And no one is above the law. And of course, it brings the outrage of the 2020 Democratic contenders whose mission number one right now is to uh, energize and enthuse the Democratic base voters they're seeking in this primary process. And, and one way to do that is to take something completely outrageous and dangerous from the president of the United States and hammer him for it. That can help drive up donations, online small dollar donations. It puts out a good tweet. It creates a good soundbite that gets whipped around in their uh, sort of echo chambers for each of these candidates. So you have Kamala Harris calling him a national security threat. You have Elizabeth Warren once again renewing her call for impeachment. You have Eric Swalwell, a member of the House Judiciary Committee, Democratic congressman from California and a presidential candidate who has not been pro-impeachment yet. It flipped him over the line. And now he is on the side of of for impeachment, as as many of uh, his 2020 competitors are. It allows that sort of outrage operation to take place uh, as well. And that has been uh, happening at quite a clip in the last 24 hours since the news of what Donald Trump said in this ABC News interview became clear. Uh, What it is not likely to do is alter any kind of political calculation. As I mentioned, Nancy Pelosi doesn't change her opinion on impeachment. Donald Trump's behavior isn't going to change. I have no doubt this will have zero impact on his poll numbers. He stays within that narrow band of a range. And so it's sort of wash, rinse, repeat. But the very fundamentals of our democracy have just been welcomed to tinker with by the president of the United States from outside forces. And it just, no matter what, it can't go unnoticed. And the large silence from the Republican side shouldn't go unnoticed either. Yes, Mitt Romney can issue a statement or Lindsey Graham can issue a statement. There, It's not universal silence. But for the large part, Republicans are not out there trying to hammer away at Donald Trump on this and get him to correct the record. Uh, and of course, he deals with the blowback by tweeting about the investigation of the investigation, then that's where he would like uh, the focus to be instead. So this was sort of another perfect uh, full wash, rinse cycle of the Trump era. And um, I do think that the totality of all of this is part of the part of the behavioral factor that caused independence to flee from Trump in 18, despite economic recovery, despite things going well in the economy, in the minds of many Americans, the Trump behavioral factor, and that's what this is, that is what pushed independence away from Donald Trump in 2018 versus 2016. And so the more he keeps up this kind of behavior, uh, the more trouble I think it is, is for him to repeat what he did in 16 and actually win over the middle of the electorate as well. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.